Hello, and welcome back to You'll Be Fine, a mental health podcast hosted by me, Haley. If you've already checked out the first official episode of my new show, thank you so, so much. I don't know how noticeable the sound being off was, but I think we got it figured out. So the next time I have Drew back on or anybody else on the podcast, we should be good to go. Listening back to the outro where Drew was saying Kerchow over and over again had me cracking up because I thought my sound was being recorded and I couldn't tell if they were actually being picked up on the soundboard. But when we played it back and it was just Drew's voice, I had to keep it. I thought it was so funny. So that's what that was. If you listened until the very end. If you're listening to this fresh on the day this episode drops, you may be in the midst of doing your dry January, ditching alcohol for the month to give your body a little reset from the previous holiday season. We have that time span where it's Halloween and then it's Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then New Year's Eve and then New Year's Day and then Valentine's Day will be coming up next month. So it seems as though there's always a huge holiday bunch of months to celebrate with parties and alcohol. And then if you have birthdays thrown in there, there's just so many reasons to drink. So I did a few episodes previously on podcast 27 about the curiosity behind doing the dry months. And that is exactly what I'm going to bring back for this episode on you'll be fine. So if you listen to those and it feels repetitive, you do not have to listen to this one. But if you're new to the show, or if it's a topic that you're interested in and you want to give it a listen, then do so and give me some feedback. This January looks a little bit different for me because I just hit my four-month sobriety mark. And I talked a little bit about that on the last episode. So whether you're curious about doing a dry month, maybe this is your second week of dry January and it's a little bit rough for you or it's going well, or maybe you're months into sobriety or just taking a break, whatever the case is. You don't have to justify why you stopped drinking for anybody. You don't owe anyone an explanation or an excuse, whether it's a super personal reason or a reason you feel is silly or simply just because alcohol was not serving you anymore. Whatever the case may be, you don't have to go through that conversation with anyone if you don't feel like it. I've tried to do dry months time and time again over the last few years and I completed maybe two successful dry months with some weeks and days here and there over yeah, a three-year, I'd say a three-year time span. And that was it. I was drinking really heavily and I just was not ready to stop drinking. I couldn't bring myself to quit. And it's common sense that quitting a substance that alters your brain and is a depressant will obviously improve your mental health. But even though you'll see a lot of improvements in time, it's still a really hard thing to let go of if alcohol is something that you depend on or have a close relationship with or if you're out with friends all the time or it's a it's something that's just always there in your life when you're going out or whether you're at home, whatever the case may be. So for me, being four months alcohol free may not be a huge accomplishment for some people. But to others, four days is a huge accomplishment and you cannot have four months and on without having those four days, which I don't know. I think it's a it's a good accomplishment. It's the longest I've been sober in quite some time, many, many years. So I had to kind of sit down and have a conversation with myself about my own relationship with alcohol and my choices and my consequences that I am dealing with and where I was headed if I didn't at least try to quit for some period of time. And I asked myself the question, what scares me the most about 
living without alcohol, without drinking? And the first answer that I could think of was simply relapsing or not being able to go more than 24 hours without drinking, having to keep resetting my sobriety counter over and over again. It wasn't answers like, it scares me that I may not be as fun as I think I could be if I was sober, or I'm scared that I won't be able to enjoy all my favorite events and activities without alcohol. Relapsing or having moments of weakness where all my hard work at being sober goes out the door and day one starts over and over again and I failed myself, that's what scared me first and foremost. Being a failure to myself or other people that were constantly checking in on me or watching me you know, be this person that depends on alcohol, keeping me accountable, that's what scared me was failing all those people and failing myself. But if I'm that scared to fail in my mind, I was like, well, I may as well not even try because failure is inevitable. It's going to keep happening, right? Wrong. That is wrong. (laughs) You will never know how far you can get with a goal that you have until you at least try. And you have to try every single day, day by day. And even if you have roadblocks along the way, you are still actively making small changes that affect the bigger picture. And after many many personal attempts to take breaks from alcohol, it was clear that even though I was able to do it somewhat successfully for days or weeks on end, the end goal for me was to be able to moderately drink again or to just prove to myself that I could stop for a month and go back to drinking as normal. But normal drinking for me, moderately drinking for me, was actually having an alcohol dependency. So that end goal was not going to work. But I had to go into this with some sort of expectation that I was going to have moments of weakness or that I could fail at some point. And I either needed to prepare myself to be extremely disappointed in myself and stay stuck in the same cycle with my mental and physical health, or I needed to prepare myself to find ways to cope and work around being weak and needing help when those times came around. And I guess like what else scared me about quitting alcohol for a lengthy period of time? It was mostly being alone with my thoughts sober. I was the kind of person who would get off of work and go straight to a bar or a restaurant to grab a drink or two alone to just think about my day or catch up on emails or social media, scroll through TikTok, whatever. But then the longer that I would sit there and drink and think about one thing after another, my brain would take off in a million different directions and it would leave me extremely sad for the rest of the night or angry. I I was worked up against like something that was going on in my life. And even if I wasn't getting off of work and going somewhere, I was grabbing drinks from the liquor store or gas station on the way home so I could sit at home alone and keep drinking. And it was just the same motion every single day. I could not get out of it. I was stuck in a loop of being sad, worn out, mentally and emotionally drained, physically exhausted planning my days based around how late I was going to sleep in because I was up late the night before drinking. I couldn't fathom the thought of me having to deal with my mental health or lack of in any sort of sober capacity. And how was I going to find a way to numb all of the pain and sadness I was going to endure going forward? How would I get pumped and excited for fun events with my family or friends? How was I going to de-stress after a hard day at work? How many more excuses could I make as to how I was going to deal with this? How would I be able to handle that? But on the other hand, 
how many more hangovers could I go through? How many more months, two years of time wasted could I afford? How many more drunk tweets and private Instagram stories was I going to have to delete and apologize for? How many more events would I only have blurry photographs to remember the event by because I had too many drinks to remember a concert I went to or a party I had a good time at or a vacation I went on with friends? I was so tired of all the money I was wasting, the time and memories I was wasting, constantly feeling insecure about what I was posting or if I was being annoying around people. I was scared that I couldn't hold myself to my limit every single time I was drinking. I didn't have a limit. Um, I had so many reasons to quit. And now that it's been four months without alcohol, I look back at all the reasons I was so nervous to cut it out in the first place. And I'm so thankful that I decided to take a break and stop when I did. And the way that my drinking and my mental health went hand in hand should have been the green light for me years ago to stop and at least try to moderate, like moderate my consumption. And drinking in moderation is just not for me. My moods went up and down. I would get irritated and annoyed very easily. Um, The mental illnesses I already had were 10 times worse because I was drinking. My depression would hit rock bottom time and time again. And the anxiety that used to just come in waves and the bipolar episodes that I was having were constantly on the forefront of my day-to-day life. I would do everything else in the book about helping my mental illnesses except the one thing that I really needed to do, which was cut out drinking. Because for me, I don't know, I just felt like it was helping me by numbing all the shit I was going through or thinking about. It was, in my opinion, I guess a better medicine for me because I could just forget about everything and physically feel more relaxed too. And I don't know, I thought I could sleep better and eat better. So in all the ways I thought it was helping me, it was hurting me 10 times worse in return. So maybe someone out there is listening to this and is going through something similar and needs a little boost or a dose of motivation to quit drinking for even a week or two or for the month or to find the motivation to do a dry month or longer. And I can only account for my personal experience, but quitting alcohol has improved my mental health significantly in four months alone. So in four months alone, my anxiety is nowhere near as bad as it used to be. For the most part, it's nearly non-existent, um, which I never thought was possible. My depression and bipolar disorder are easier for me to manage, but that's just me personally. That's not going to be for everybody, obviously, but I'm a lot more aware of my feelings and behaviors, my triggers and reactions to things. My behavior in general, it's just I had to take a step back and be like, who is this person and how can we change this person going forward? Also being able to enjoy events, whether they're big or small, like baby showers, birthday parties, little get togethers with friends, things like that. Concerts, you know, just whatever it is. It's so nice to be able to remember all of these events. I'm not pre-gaming for things just for the sake of getting tipsy to get comfortable with myself and other people. I'm comfortable being sober and being around other people, whether they're strangers at work or being around friends or family. I don't feel like I have to put time aside to get tipsy before doing anything big. And like normally 
I feel like that's the norm. People don't really have to do that unless they have a problem with drinking. I'm not drinking on an empty stomach to make room for meals anymore or drinking to sleep better or drinking to numb any physical pain. I'm sleeping so much better now without consuming alcohol before bed. I'm taking much better care of my body in all the ways I wasn't before. And I got to meet one of my favorite bands at the first show that I went to sober because I didn't have to pee every 15 minutes. So that was that was a pretty big accomplishment for me. <laughs> and I went to Las Vegas and went to the When We Were Young Fest sober. And that was such an amazing experience that fulfilled my serotonin and my soul in more ways than I can even explain. I know we talked about the When We Were Young Fest on the last episode, but it was a, such a stressful weekend and it was hard not to drink. I did have to, you know, reach out to my mom and like kind of take some time for myself here and there to kind of get my brain back to a good place because it was just that weekend was all over the place. But it was amazing because normally I would be drinking at an event like that all day and I got to see all of my favorite bands up close and personal, only had to pee once, didn't lose my spot in the crowd. If I would have been drinking, that never would have happened. I would have been peeing every 15 minutes or getting to the point where I was trying to find a way to like not pee and do the little pee dance and like be thinking about when am I going to like be able to pee and not be able to enjoy the show. So being able to go to Vegas sober truly was an accomplishment on its own. But getting to remember that entire vacation with Drew and my friends and then seeing all of the bands that I wanted to see, the fact that I remember all of it is truly a gift. I wasted so much time and money at venues drinking and peeing like a fourth of the shows away. So to be able to do all of that that weekend, not sober Haley, never could have done that. I was so thankful. I'm so thankful to have those memories. So there are so many, there are so many ways that my life has improved in such a short amount of time alone. And even though I don't know how long I plan to keep going with sobriety from alcohol, I just know it's benefiting me very well right now. And I don't want my sobriety to take up my entire personality. But for now, it's definitely something I need to make a priority in order to grow. And I think growth is scary in general because of the unknown. You can have this beautiful, fun, healing journey and still have days that seem nearly impossible to get out of. In the past week, the past few days alone, my range of emotions have been so all over the place that today my brain feels completely numb and void of emotion. And anything could happen tomorrow and the next week, the next month, the next year. And I don't know what to expect on a day-to-day -day basis. I know that waking up some days is a task and going forward, it's going to be a task just to get out of bed. Going to sleep some nights are going to be a huge task. Small things are going to seem like a big deal. And I may take things that are a big deal and just brush it off. But either way, staying sober is going to help whatever situation I end up in at any moment. And the thought of not growing is a lot scarier than anything. The thought of not growing is scarier than staying stuck where I was for so long. And I've already conquered so much. So it would be 
such a disservice to myself if I didn't at least try to keep going. So if you're thinking of doing dry January, or if you've decided this month has already not started off well, you can do dry February. It's not too late to start regardless. If you've already stumbled a bit, that's okay. If this episode doesn't pertain to you and you have a healthy, moderate relationship with alcohol, that is awesome too. Every human is so different, but I know that for me, entering the new year with a few months under my belt and more to come has been the best decision for me personally, and hopefully I can keep it up. I think I'm doing pretty good so far. I'm welcoming 2023 with struggles and hardships already, but also with a clearer mind and with better ways to cope with the stress of everything that's going on. And my mental health will always be a work in progress, but it's in a much better place than it has been in a while. And it's in a much better place than it would be if I was drinking. And I am happy about that. So to wrap up this episode, if you're thinking about cutting back on alcohol or need some further motivation or have questions, like whether they're personal or just silly questions, or if you want to share your personal experience, um, don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, both under the new handles, you'll be fine pod. So yeah, just remember that. Thank you so much for listening and take care of yourself. Bye.